literally just I literally just discovered this before we jumped on to record. So I have no oh, idea well. what's going on. Holy shit. Yeah. I mean it's only um, like obviously it's just a test to see what like fuck me. I'm glad it was I'm glad it you know, like imagine if it was a hundred grand that was in there. You know, would it be seven and a half thousand that would be gone missing? How does you it know, work? Like, I mean, what's I, I know nothing about this. Um, what's what's the mechanism? How it works? All what's it supposed to do? What's the the, the 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 technical side of it? All that kind of stuff. Honestly, I'm a complete moron when it comes to these things. I actually don't fully understand it myself. But the basic premise of Auto Farm is that um, they take your so you you're not really locking up your well. It's it's a you're effectively staking your your stable coins or whatever they have loads of uh liquidity pool what what coins what are you staking well i was staking a stable coin i was taking usdc right okay um because i don't like the one thing about me is that i understand when i don't know enough about something for it to be safe usually um so when it comes to things like uh, LP farming and impermanent loss and all those kinds of things. It just seems quite risky to me. And the reason I was exploring this at all was because I was looking for something that was less risky, but still had a decent return where I could put stable coins. So in other words, it shouldn't fluctuate too much. It's it's based on the US dollar um, and it's Coinbase is one. So it's collateralized well, as I understand it. Um, staking, the, the only risk with staking is that the, the coin that you're staking loses value. So for example, I was yeah. the last coin I was staking was uh, Swirl and you were getting kind of nice chunky returns from that, which is great, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean anything if the coin itself is, is plummeting. So if you're yeah. getting lots of free Swirl, um, but you know, like the, the, the coin is worth half of what it was on Tuesday, on, on Wednesday than what it was mm-hmm. on, on Monday, like, who cares? Like, that's just it's pointless. So the, the name of the game is that you get you get you get a return from your staking, plus the um, the value at least stays stable and preferably goes up. So that sounds very very odd. So, I mean that's that that totally put in, like that's I yeah, think that's, what you're talking about is impermanent loss um, and you know well the permanent loss is. A permanent loss is when you provide liquidity, which is, is which is slightly different. Um, you know, one 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 side of the pair changes drastically, either goes up or goes down. So you're going to lose one side of that pair depending on the price, depending on how the price moves. And that might be a bad thing depending on, mm. you know, uh, depending on what your objectives are. So it might may or may not be you know, necessarily a bad thing. But that's yeah, that's that's different to is- what you're describing. But it's it's kind of the same, right? Because it's just in this case, it's single sided, and yeah, okay, it's not one half of the pair. But basically, what they're doing, presumably with the USDC, they're not just letting it sit there and then giving me thirty percent. That money has to come from somewhere. So, so they're providing liquidity somewhere, automatically finding the best yields, taking mm. my USDC, providing liquidity somewhere, and it's giving back the return, which is then paid out as as whatever the, the flexible it's a flexible apy so it changes depending on whatever they're getting for the for the liquidity pool um presumably 
at least that's what I think happens behind the scenes. I'm, as I say, I'm not fully fully versed in it, mm -hmm. but I was recommended all of um by somebody I trust, and it seemed pretty legit. It's based on Binance Smart Chain, so I liked it for that reason. Um, I'm very fond of Binance Smart Chain, and I think it's fantastic, basically, at the moment. Um, and, yeah, and as a you consequence, think now I'm like, what the fuck happened? And where's my 750 bucks? <laughs> and also, by the way, if if, if they turn around to me and say, uh, Dems of the breaks, kid, you know, then I'm going to be like, well, fuck you guys. This is a piece of shit service, and, you know, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure everybody knows it. Because that's bullshit, you know? I, I, like, I would have to find out the, the finer details as to how this works, because that doesn't sound right. I mean, if, if mm -hmm. uh, this, this sounds like a straight-ahead staking or bonding arrangement, then that just, I mean, that's just your happen. No, but it's, it's auto firm, so they're not, they're not even providing some of the pools. I think they're just, they're just aggregating things and they're giving some sort of an auto compounding thing. So you put your money in auto compounds, but and maybe that's why, look, it said that I have to withdraw the, the funds today because the Venus vault was upgrading. Um, yeah. So maybe it's something to do with that. Maybe that's the reason they're upgrading is because it was, it was somehow like effectively eating client funds. I don't know. Um, 750 it's is quite DeFi, So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's if it was a thousand, it would have been like one eleventh. So, yeah, it's a little bit less than that. Um, maybe a tenth, mm. or maybe a little less than that. Um, but yeah. Anyway, the point is, like, that's pretty rough, and so I'm a bit kind of. I just found out just before we came on, so that's the thing that's chopping my ass this week. Uh, mm. Also, this, these market conditions, like, not to start the, the show off with, it's just a series of moans, but like, like, I don't know, I don't, I don't think it does the crypto case for being taken seriously any good at all when the major fundamentally valuable coins, you know, Bitcoin, Ethereum, like Bitcoin in fairness, like all the TA guys I've talked to since Sunday, and there've been quite a few, traders, etc., that I would have access to. Um, they're all saying, oh, yeah, look, it's totally expected. This is what's going to happen next. You know, Bitcoin is going to continue to, to sort of range sideways. Um, you know, it's probably going to bleed a little bit more before it, uh, before it takes off again, consolidate, etc. Um, so that's probably okay, but all of the capital seems to have been flooding into like Dogecoin and other meme slash hype coins, safe moon, which yeah. I bought and sold and I'm considering buying again. But, you know, I don't know. Like at an ideological level, I don't like it. Uh, I don't think it's good for the, I don't think it's good for the, the niche and at a profit, at a profiteering level, which is what this show is all about. Um, I think it's great if you can get in early enough that's the trick that's the tricky part and i think there's a shit ton of people who've been burnt probably because they panicked and sold yeah i've done that um i've I mean, done that too. plenty of times i did it with safe safe btc um i still have nightmares of that safe btc for anyone who doesn't know it's currently market cap at about 
Oh, I don't know, but it's around 100 million, maybe maybe less, maybe more. I don't know if it's dipped today, um, but last time I checked, it was in, in the ballpark of 100 million. Um, I had a, I had 20 BNB in safe safe BTC. I keep mixing up the other safes and all these other hype coins, but I had yeah 20 BNB in safe BTC back at the start of this month, so about three weeks ago. Shit, I think it was. When the market cap was 600, 600,000. So you can do the, the, the maths on this one. So 600,000. Well, I can is, tell you. I can tell you how much that would be with a bit of rough. 200 X. Math. Because 200 X. when I, you told me about CPTC and I threw, I, I had no time to look into it at all. And actually, it's a very good thing I didn't look into it because if I had, I would have been like, I'm not touching that. But I, so I just threw $100 at it. That $100 turned into $1,500. I took out a grand. It fell back to, like, it's fucked around around 100, 200, 250 for weeks. And then last week, I took another grant. I actually just sold out of it. I was like, it, this is getting too be true. At that stage, I was 22x on my 100. So I've made 2,200, give or take. Uh, actually, it's not quite, it's whatever, 19x. Um, but like I just checked the portfolio tracker, which I forgot to update when I did that, and it still had the safe BTC that I had sold, and it was worth eighteen hundred now. So, oh. so my hundreds, yeah. So my hundred would have been worth close two thousand eight hundred, basically. Um, anytime I want to put a little bit of skin in the game, but I don't want to go all in as a sort of a learning exercise, I throw a hundred dollars at it because it's a nice round number, and it means that I can so easily calculate where the the um, those hype coins with the 12 zeros before you get to the, the price of the coin, yeah. it's so freaking hard to, to calculate, which is part of it. I think that's part of their plan, by the way. Um, yeah, I don't get the, the weird tokenomics where there's like so how many trillions, a thousand trillion. I don't, I don't even know. What comes after a trillion? What's next? I don't know. Yeah, I don't but know all these, these weird hype coins have, have an insane uh, – their, their tokenomics is just weird. There's literally – Tens, hundreds, maybe thousands, and trillions of these these of the tokens. So when you buy it, you're going to get like something like a, a thousand billion um, or whatever uh, the particular coins. But for for, for my my sake, um, I got in very very early, and I was when it was down to six hundred k. Yeah, you have to kind of only go by market cap because the, the, the tokenomics are just you, you I don't think I think most people won't have the head to be able to kind of fundamentally get their head around you know tokens that a a project that has that many number of tokens because we're used to dealing mm -hmm. with kind of smaller numbers in the, the millions and um, you know well, max maybe not practical. Yeah, so we can you know tokens there maybe 10 bucks each to 50 whatever it is so numbers we can relate to but we can't relate to this number with how many zeros after it so the only way to kind of track whether it's doing anything or not is by market cap mm -hmm. um but anyway yeah i was in this and i told you neil about it back at the start of the month uh, i found out about it through a shield group um after i was in swirl and i aped into it completely i didn't do any dd dnd and the first week, maybe five days to a week, I don't know, but the, the first five five weeks, or sorry, five days to a week, it was, it gave me so many sleep, sleepless nights because it immediately plummeted in value. And the team, 
the the vibe and then the the, the telegram the was maniac. just yeah the 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 the, uh, the vibe in the telegram group i remember reading it going what who are these guys these is there anyone that's even in their 20s like like they just were like they they all it seemed like it was being run by a bunch of kids and it turns out that it, it, the, the people who are running are actually kids i don't think any of them is, is I think one guy I kind of looked into who he was, and I don't think he's barely, I think he's barely 20. So this is, these guys running out are, are kids. And the vibe was very, it was like, it was like I was back at school. There's just, the, the you know, people were getting insulted for, there was just no intelligent discourse going on at all. It was just memes. Memes and just all it was, was the, the moderators, the, the, the admins, like, um insulting people telling them to get the fuck out um all they were shouting at people was hold hold don't sell <laughs> it's like, what the hell is this like this just the vibe was this i wouldn't even say a scam but it was just like this these guys are all over the place i didn't want to make it. Yeah. and then one day um what happens yeah it, it was Jesus. some sort of a coup there was some sort of a coup, and the, the the community mods took over from the dev the, the the devs, and apparently the devs were trying to do a rug pull, or there were scammers, or there was who knows what the hell was going on. But there was a schism a schism between the, the community mods and the the devs, and the community guys took over. They took over the reins. They hired new developers, and um, I think I pretty much got out around that time. I took quite a bit of a loss. Um, Jesus, your, was 20 just, B, your 20 BNB would be worth about 280 grand. I know. Earlier today, if you'd left yeah. that in, assuming you got in around the same time as you told me, which you probably probably even more because that's based on a very rough calculation of $500 for a BNB, which is actually more than that right now. You probably got in earlier than me as well. So, I was, yeah, I was. I was in this more. This is a bitch of a thing. You never fucking. This is the problem. Like, if there's one thing that this last week has taught me. It's like, unless you're one of these guys, like I joined a group there a little while ago called The Beacon and the guys in there are like incredibly knowledgeable. All the indicators and charts, they look at like 25 different angles at, at, at a particular chart. They look at it 25 different ways. They'll look at other things that are supporting or, um, you know, or contradicting whatever it is that their assumption is. And then they make a, some some sort of a like a really well educated guess at what's going to happen, um, but it's not just drawing triangles on charts. It's it's legit technical and quantitative analysis, um, and those guys are they just blow my mind because you know the more I learn there, the more I realize how little I actually know, and you know. Like, I actually really think it's impossible to know for sure unless you get to that level where you have some sort of an understanding of what the fuck is actually happening. Because if all you're watching is green and red candles, like, you're never going to, you just don't have the equipment that you need to make good decisions, basically. Yeah, there's a whole world to you know, TA that's, uh, I used to believe it was voodoo and um, it was, you know, just kind of, something triangles. akin to something something akin to you know uh, reading tea leaves you know that that's yeah. that kind of um in ballpark that environment that arena but um one time i'm in a uh, mastermind group and there's there's a few guys that that's are 
TA experts, right? They're really good at it. And um, they're, they're right consistently. You know, they're not right 100% of the time, but they're right enough of the time so to, 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 to basically prove that they, they, there is something to, 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 their, to their logic and their thinking that, you know, they're not just kind of looking at a chart and just kind of, like you said, just drawing lines and drawing triangles. They have a, a rationale to what, there's a rationale to their analysis that is, they're able to read the charts and they're able to extrapolate certain information from the chart that would lead them to believe that a certain coin is going to move in a direction or not. Um, I don't know enough about it myself. I mean, I know, I think I, <laughs> I'm able to sort of look at a chart and kind of go, okay, well, that, I think that's bullish. And I think it based upon what, what I'm seeing here, it looks like it might go up. But I, these guys that I, I just, the aforementioned guys in my group, they're able to kind of um, read certain indicators, um, read, you know, they're able to kind of use momentum indicators and a whole host of other, a plethora of other, different um, readings that are able, that lead them to determine as to what's going on. I, I don't have any clue as to what any of these are about. But yeah, I think it's something I've, I'd like to kind of um, get more in depth into, especially when the, 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 the bear market eventually does come. Yeah. Um, it'll be certainly useful then if we're, if, if everyone is going to stay in crypto, because you'll need, you'll need to have a better understanding of the market rather than just, you know, number go up, um, which is pretty much, <laughs> I think what most people are doing at the moment, there's no really analysis. It's just like, oh, well, it's probably going to go up. So we won't do any further analysis apart from that. But when you get into yeah. a, a more challenging environment, which is, it's, it's, it's coming, you know, like Game of Thrones, winter is coming. Um, it would behoove us to, to, to have that understanding and have that extra string to our bow. So I'm certainly gonna 100%. get better at it very shortly um but yeah but for the coming uh, bear bear market which you know there's rumblings that it's it's on its way i think we got a i think there's a few kind of top singles i've noticed I, we'll get to that in a while um after that after after what we're talking <laughs> but yeah for the for the coming bear market it's it's very important we have a better understanding of, of market conditions rather than like i said just kind of you know basic number go up which is you know, which we can do so, to, to, we can get away with it now, but we won't get away with it forever. So very interesting video the other day, just on that. I, I don't actually, you might've sent me the link, to be honest. I, I think, I want to say the guy's name is like James Pisano or something like that. Um, but I could have that completely wrong. Um, but anyway, he was talking about um, how to go 100X in yes, this market. Paleo, yeah, yeah, yeah. An Australian guy. Uh, no, we're oh, talking about two different guys. There's there's another guy that okay. that I must dig out. He's he's a complete TA guy. This guy is not kind of like finding hidden gems or hype coins and riding them to direct. He's doing it all via leverage, margin trading. Um, no. So yeah, this this is a different guy, but this he's he might be kind of a similar guy to the one you're about to talk about, or is he? I don't know, um, but this guy was talking about basically what he was saying was that, you know, like the conditions are, basically he was saying, look, if you want to do 100x in a bull market, that's the time to basically try and do it because everything's going crazy, like the gains are there to be made, um, 
and he was talking about the ways he was basically exploring the same kind of strategy that you and I have kind of been have been um, trying our best to leverage, which is to take hype coins or altcoins or early stage projects, get some capital in there, flip it over for a serious multiple, and then put it off into something that's a bit more stable. But his thing was, what he was saying was, which one of the most interesting points for me was that, you know, when you hit a bear market, forget about doing 100x, like that's just not going to happen in a bear market. But in a bear market is when you can seriously get rich because, you know, when the price of everything is seriously pressed, that's the best time to buy. A lot of people leave the market then, you know, they wait until they hear the hype again, like in 2017, by sort of mid, yeah, like the first quarter of, of 2018, half people were just leaving the crypto market after losing a ton of money probably. And, um, you know, and now they're back in again. They're they're back because they're hearing all the hype. So so those people are just, it, like, if you're that person, you're just too late all the time. All you're doing is entering at the right time to lose your money. Um, you need to be earlier. So his point was, if you're in the bear market, like the people who stick around during the bear market basically are the people who are going to get wealthy next time it turns into a bull market. Um, yeah. And you don't know when that's going to be. So you have to stick it out. Um, and when the price of everything is... <coughs> Excuse me. When well, the price of everything is shit, that's the time to buy. Like markets go in cycles. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean that's that's I didn't take half enough advantage of it last uh the last bear market. Um instead of kind of just stacking up an eats and, and Bitcoin. There's a part of me that, that that didn't believe it would ever recover. Um so what I was doing was I was getting um, Bitcoin and Ethereum to put them into a one coin that I was really bullish on that turned out to be a complete dud. But I was pretty much putting everything into that. So I was buying up Eat. I mean, Eat was down at something like 70 euros at some stage. Right. What stage in, like, what year was it? 2019, 2019 or 2020, or was it last year or two years ago? But it was it was down at nothing, um, 70, 80, 100 euros, 100 bucks. So I was buying tons of it, and I was putting it into... Um, this particular coin that, like I said, turned out to be just a dud. I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's called Dragon. Um, DR3. Okay. Dragon coin. Basically, what Dragon coin was supposed to be uh, was supposed to be a coin for uh, high rollers to use in actual casinos as a means right. to. Um, I suppose bypass the whole kind of. I mean, if you're a high roller in, in say, it was mostly aimed at, at gamblers in, in Macau and Southeast Asia. Um, so, yeah, it's great. You don't have to walk around with a million quid in a, in a briefcase. You can just have your exactly, yeah, ledger so it or whatever. So it basically allowed them to, to instead of kind of walking into um, in, in, into a casino with a, a, a briefcase full of money and, and gambling like that, they were able to kind of bypass that and use this particular coin to to effectively do that and that's that's really all it was um and it looked like it was going to work or at least do something up until all the casinos shut because of covid and it was about to it's about to take off and um this was back february last year so just over about 15 months ago drgn uh, there's a couple of dragon. There's a couple of coins named Dragon. I don't. Yeah. Is it is in CoinGecko. 
Sorry? Is it kind of got a blue logo? Like a blue? No, it's black and um, yellow, as, as I remember it. But there's a couple of dragon coins, dragon token. I, I, I don't know how, how it's, if you're going to look at in CoinGecko, how it's going to be named. Mm. Um, it's, it's ticker is DRG. But anyway, yeah, this 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 coin was supposed to um, it was supposed to finally go live in the casinos uh, around the Chinese New Year, which is kind of February, usually around February, I believe. And it was all set to go on ten, ten just just literally just before the, when they were ready to launch, all the casinos were shut down. And um, what they, they decided to do then was to pivot into this online casino. So there were they they, I mean they just effectively set up an online casino really, and they were going to use um, they were going to use the different junkets. Junkets are basically casinos. It's, it's, um, it's just a kind of a different name for them in Southeast Asia. The junkets were going to kind of leverage their their contacts and a lot of their expertise, and they were going to um, you know to pivot into just doing the whole thing online. And uh, long story short, it just didn't happen. There was, we actually don't know what's happened because we haven't heard from the, the, the CEO since October and he's vanished. And that's all I know. Um, from my end, I got out. I sold all my coins. Um, I didn't, personally, it wasn't too bad for me. I, I, I took a hit, but not as much as other people who are still in it and they're effectively, their investment has gone to zero. And I didn't go in nearly as heavy as some of, I mean, I, I didn't go out that heavy at all, but some of the other guys there, they were, were seven-figure sums. It's all gone. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the coin is worth now. I, 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 I don't think it's worth, I think it's, God knows. Two cents. No, no, sorry. Uh, Zero zero four cent. Yeah, it's, if it's DRG, it's a it's a yellow and black kind of dragon that's that's it, in yeah. circle. Yeah. yeah, there's a dragon. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at the chart on. There's no point. It's like yeah, it's 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 pretty bad. Mm. So yeah, look, you know what I think? You know, I think that's just part of this thing. Like you have to, you know, like I can completely see how that would have seemed like a good thing. I mean, casinos are basically. You know, it's just a different type of mint. Like they're printing money, so um, yeah, having a crypto that's connected with that seems like it would be like a smart play. But mm. yeah, you could never have foreseen it. Uh, what do you call it? COVID, COVID as well. Like in fairness, COVID sank um, it, and it was it was due to do something. I mean, I don't think even that the, the I'm not even sure if the casinos have even opened up again properly. Um, I don't know if there's still travel restrictions, uh, especially from China, which is where the vast majority of the gamblers came from because you can't mm -hmm. gamble in China. Yeah. So, I mean, even if even if the CEO was to re reappear, I don't know if there's anything that even happened with it legally. So that was kind of a lesson for me anyway. And had I had held on to what my was your Ethereum, lesson? What did you learn from that? Um, <laughs> where to start? How well, many hours have we got, Neil? Where it's well, there was a lot of red flags that should have been obvious about this um, that I chose to ignore. The, a lot of different questions went unanswered. There was 
rumors that the, the CEO was involved in the criminal underworld in Thailand. Um, we all chose to look the other way, even though like people would pop into the, the Telegram group on occasion and just say, hey, this guy, is, he's been involved with this, this um, uh, Bangkok gangster. And then the, the CEO came in and says, oh, that's there's always footsie. So yeah. You always kind of disclaim. Yeah. I think you discount a lot of that stuff because you're like, oh, there's always some dick being a footmeister, you know? We didn't know, yeah. we uh, That was kind of the general consensus that this guy was making it up. And I think part of us, well, we all knew that maybe this point might be true and probably is true, but, but we were so invested in this kind of working that we were saying, no, no, no. This. We'd, you know, we'd, we'd rather believe the, the pretty lie than face the truth, you know? Um so there was a lot of red flags like that. Um, just that this, the style of the CEO, there's kind of two guys, the two guys who were basically in charge. One was an ex-Special Forces guy, British guy, Paul. Um, how he communicated, I found to be very, very strange. It was just very, you know, you write kind of at a very, I don't know. I, I've, he would, what the sort of stuff he would come out was very. It's like a child almost rolling, you know. Very, very. You're kind of like, mate. You're you're running like a supposed. I think they were the biggest, actually, the biggest biggest ICO of all time back in the day. Or one of the biggest. They raised or supposedly raised an insane amount of money, like half or it wasn't quite half a billion. It was maybe three hundred and fifty million or something like that. Once. The way he would communicate. Money. Yeah. So the, the way he would communicate was not befitting of someone who had just raised that kind of money. It just, he just seemed very, you know, Deloy. He just seemed very uh, fly-by-night. Mm -hmm. um, that was kind of the biggest ones and that, that the rumors of connections organized crime in, in, in Thailand. Um, they were consistently live out stuff that was yeah, likely not a true. Big red flag. You were just lying about stuff that we could see that hey, this is not true, right? They would say, yeah, and always there was some, there was always some delay that they're pulling out of their ass. So they would say, right, this is going to be ready by this date. And I'll give you an example. There was there, there was a phone app that the gamblers would use, and they had to do this dragged on the whole summer two thousand nineteen. So the phone app was ready to start in two thousand nineteen. It started summer 2019 and it dragged on the, the entire project for the for the entire summer because they kept having to make updates even tiny updates to um, a phone a, a, an app um, you have to resubmit it to the iStore and that might take a long time and it just dragged the whole thing the whole thing in out um, I can't remember specifics, but at one stage it was just obvious that these guys weren't saying the truth because they were basically blaming Apple, even though there is kind of a time lag when you go get, um, when you submit an app to be updated, it was taking in the same amount of time. It was taking like a month. We didn't hear back. And they kept blaming Apple. And um, they said that they couldn't get in communication with Apple, but we found out that was complete nonsense. So it was... I mean, point is, there was a whole host of different red flags that, that propped up that, you know, I, I should have, I would see them right now and I'll go, okay, I'll get the hell out of here. Um, mm -hmm. So I think that was the biggest lesson I learned is just to, I, just to cut your losses a lot earlier, which I do now ruthlessly, most of the time. 
not all the time, but mm. I let myself down. I think there was one coin I was in. I stayed in it too long a few months ago, actually back at the end of February. But nine times out of ten, I, I would get out of a, of a position um, at the first hint of trouble or the first hint that this is going to be a coin, or, or sorry, it's, it's going to be something that drags on for months and months and months. Uh, which is not where you want to be. You don't want to be in a project that's underwater with your investments um, worth far less than, than you paid for it. And there's no prospect of it rising anytime soon. You don't want to be in one of these um, projects. You want, you, know, you want to be, you want to get in and it rises or it stays more or less the same in what you paid. Um, so that's probably the biggest lesson I've learned is that you, you, if you get into a position, just yeah, just to cut your losses earlier, and just to recognize the signs see, of trouble, and to get out when you see them. Yeah, like I'm. So. So I'm going to give us. I just want to give a bit more context to that because um, a slightly different perspective, let's say. Um, because I think that comes down to the type of strategy that you use. Like you're. You're a. I don't want too many projects on my on my desk at any one time i want a handful of really good things that i believe in like a very small number of projects and i'm gonna just go bananas i'm gonna go in i'm gonna jump in with both feet kind of i think that's sort of your strategy and by all yeah. means you know debate me if, if you think i'm misrepresenting you oh you're, me, you're correct you're correct yeah and, and like that's fine so you don't want to be if you're only in a couple of projects at a time you want those to be going up and you want to get out and you want to move on to the next thing for me um i, I well I, I think what i'd like to yeah dragon has definitely given me psd P, ptsd definitely and i've you know had dragon not have happened i probably would think of things differently and i probably would be a lot more tolerant of um getting into a particular project and waiting it out because you know it, you're not going to get a always a project that's ready-made it's it's going to need development it's going to need work over time um but yeah i think it's just from i i i had a really bad experience with that so i don't want to be hanging around for for for, for i mean for me it was three years so i first yeah. i mean as long that's as it's madness. so that summer 2000 2000 yes yeah, summer 2018 roughly so the ico was three years ago so yeah, it would have been March 2018. I got in summer 2000, uh, yeah, 2018. Sorry, two years. I got out last summer actually. I uh, went straight into Wi-Fi. So it worked. It worked out okay in the end. Um, yeah, but I think. But yeah. Sorry, just to, for a second. Um, like the way that I would, the way that I have gotten the most enjoyment out of crypto investing, if you want to call it that. And maybe it's a trading versus investing type of mentality difference. I'm not sure, but for me... Um, Enjoyment. <laughs> it is yeah, not enjoyable like, a lot of time. <laughs> I can't... There's no enjoyment for me. Okay, like, let's just use that safe BTC example. Um, like, I know myself, and if I had put in $1,000, let's say, into safe BTC on a whim, because I was like, ah, Keith said it's great, now, in reality, if I had put in $1,000 and if I had waited until today to take it out, um, you know, that would have been worth 28 grand, right? Happy fucking days. Like, who doesn't want that? But I know myself. The reality is 
way too much time has gone past. Like the hundred that I put in, I was keeping an eye on, and multiple times in the weeks after the, you told me about that, I was like, that thing is a piece of shit. That is a that is a total. It is a piece of. That shit. That is a total shit coin. It's not doing anything. It's just sat there. It, like every time I check it, it's worth less. It used to almost piss me off, and that was just a hundred dollars. It was a thousand. I would have been like. Oh. You know, I definitely would have just probably sold out of the position to try and to, yeah. to try and just go, just take the loss and get out. Um, that's that's but, a very sorry. Yeah, but just sorry to finish the thing. Um, so I think, like in the investment context, I do want to be in projects for a long time. I want to um, I want to find projects like my ultimate goal, my like longer term strategy is to find projects like Sol, like BNB, where I think. Fundamentally, like having used these products a bit, having seen what they're capable of, like on the long term, like Bitcoin, like Bitcoin's not going anywhere. Um, those are the two projects that I mentioned, I think are going to be great in five years time. So like Ethereum, I'm not so sure about, to be honest. I mean, they're like, I could see BNB flipping Ethereum at the rate things are changing at the moment. The Berlin update, as far as I can see, was a total piece of shit. I don't want to digress. I'm digressing. The point is, like I will put some money into those and I was hoping to find some other way where I could take money from these like altcoin flips, these coins where I'm just putting money in to make, to make a multiple and then I'm trying to take it out. And, and when I'm putting money into those, it's, it's trickier. That's definitely a trickier thing because like safe moon, I mean, is that ever going to be something? I don't know. They had like their market cap was billions like billions, four billion or something, five billion at one stage. Just recently, like earlier this week or last week. Um, that's insane. That's like at least top hundred coins. Um, so is it the Sun newspaper actually. as well? That's how yeah, crazy that's this is. Is it the Sun? Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? I was trying to, I was trying to, like, think about who reads The Sun. No offense intended to anybody at all. Like, I used to pick it up from time to time. But, like, I used to read that every day, and it would be like, oh, crypto, I have to get into Safe Moon. Like, they have to navigate getting onto PancakeSwap and, like, MetaMask and buying into, on-ramping into crypto. I'm like, that's, that's a pretty big, it's a pretty high barrier to entry for for most people who aren't like in the technical who aren't techies basically um so yeah like fair folks but i wouldn't have thought as a marketing person i wouldn't have thought the sun was their target demographic and then again sometimes crypto makes me think what the fuck do i know because i mean it's been para it was parabolic for like a week so i mean well it just goes to show how how crazy things are getting and i think that's if if the way i look at the, the sun um writing about safe moon is, is the, that that should be worrying something for everyone that, that the top is here or, or about yeah. to hit when that is one when, of the four, coins the four horsemen of the apocalypse for sure the coins are in the in the sun um they were talking about that today sorry yesterday when I, when it appeared um that you know that's in, yeah. in my group that we have a we have a section newly created in the last few weeks called uh, top signals and um it's like it implies we're just looking out for you know, we're looking out for signals that this is about to come to a um, stuttering halt. And 
that was mentioned and it's really they have a point you know and it's not just safe moon there's a whole plethora of uh, um hype coins that don't do anything as far as i can see um they, they seem to be all run by kids i don't think anyone over the age of 20 is, is involved in any of them and i don't quite know what the point of any of them is but they just seem to keep on going up and i personally want to take advantage try and take advantage of them even though i failed miserably so far um i have profited a bit but not anywhere near that i should have um but i intend to rectify that hopefully in here on out um so we'll see how that goes but in, in it's not a good sign when these these coins are, are doing well um even though like i said i'm going to take advantage but it's not really a good thing because um you know if when you have stuff that's just that's just obvious garbage that's it's really it's 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 the crypto equivalent of the the you know the tulip craze or i mean what else you know the similar sort of stuff you know this kind of garbage is when people are buying it and they're buying it without question myself included um it's not a good sign and it, it's it's something that we should be wary of um that you know it all could come to an end uh, very shortly and um, i think it will um i think we got months maybe um but yeah there is still time for people to to take advantage of it but yeah just have one eye on on the exit and be very mindful that, that that's we could get there sooner than you think which is and it's good to be mindful of this because three years ago two years ago 2018 nobody saw this coming i remember back back people are prepared now where we kind of know that this is a possibility but back in 2018 everyone was new to it really i mean it, it was the first time crypto really achieved any kind of critical mass and um, previous to that it was the sole you know sole pre pre preserve of out and out geeks there was no one else that that, that was involved yeah. in crypto really it was a small handful of geeks um that would meet in you know in basements sweaty basements um, ah, jesus <laughs> tell you dude, but that, i don't that's, think that's true <laughs> but it well it no, really, on, but it, it, 2017 it, it took wasn't off. Yeah, 2017 yeah. it kind of took off and it was it, it did reach a wider audience for sure but it really in terms of it, it was um it was the first time that the, this wider audience really hadn't been exposed to a crash right that was the first mm. first time it happened so now these people uh i've been one of them um i got in around the tail end of 2017 that was when i was first got into it um and i didn't really suffer too badly from the crash at all i, I was just getting started so i didn't it didn't really affect me greatly to, to any great degree i lost some but it wasn't wasn't the end of the world and i only started getting into it in 2018 but the people that you know the people like gig no one saw coming because there was no real history of something like this that haven't happened before but now it's it's different all those guys um we've been through it whether you got burnt badly or not you're you you were there and we know that this is going to come sooner or later but you know contrast that yeah. to, to three years ago no one no one thought it would ever end and it would just keep on going so from that perspective it's good that we're people are prepared and we're kind of looking for these little signals that stuff is about to kind of potentially slow down at the very least and alex becker he's one of my favorite youtubers crypto youtubers and I, even though he doesn't really call himself as such yeah, but he's not 
really a crypto YouTuber. He's not, yeah. and he 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 typically would uh, talk more about entrepreneurship, personal development, uh, mindset, whole host. He does it. He has a really kind of funny, unique, uh, inimitable style that that just he takes the piss out of himself a lot, and he takes the piss out of. He just has this really kind of acerbic sense of humor. I, I really dig. Um. But yeah, Alex talked about it. He made a video on I think Sunday, Monday. I'm not sure what day. It was a few days ago, anyway. And mm. his thesis is that the, the the bull run will come to an end. It'll come to a spluttering end, a spluttering end, rather than just a crash, like a, a sudden halt. So what he predicts is that it won't. You won't wake up one morning and Bitcoin is at 10k, um, mm, or it won't even happen. It won't happen to that. To, to that extent it'll happen like we'll get a dip and it'll be the exact same exact same kind of dip that we've seen before where you know btc is at 55 60 or whatever the hell it might be and it'll dip down to maybe say it's at 60 it dips down to 53 and the space of 24 hours and everyone's like yeah that's that's a normal market correction blah blah, blah. but it doesn't really recover from that price and Two, three, four weeks later, it goes from 53 down to 48, 48 to 43. And before we know it, we could be back in 25, 30, uh, that kind of zone. So that's what he predicts. And I think that's probably what's going to happen. It'll just be kind of a, a slow exit. Um, it'll bleed slowly over maybe space of six weeks. And um, yeah, we'll, we'll see a lot of the, 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 the chaff being just... Uh, being taken out, these hype coins will be the first to go. Um, no question about it. The Dodges, the Doges, Doge, Doges will be first to go. A lot of these kind of dodgy yield farming. I'd say I, I'm, I'm not confident Binance Smart Chain will 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 make it either. Um, really? No, there's Why a lot of crap. There's a lot of crap on Binance Smart Chain. Let's, let's be honest about it. There's a lot of a lot of garbage. Um, Project-wise, for sure. Project yeah. for sure, but the actual, the actual, um, the actual blockchain itself, like, I don't know, man. Like Binance aren't just the biggest exchange in town; they're also the smartest. There's a reason that they're the biggest. They are very good at building um, building things that people want to use, basically, and I like. I mean, I'm using PancakeSwap all the time now. I can't even remember the last time I did a transaction on Ethereum. I've gone back and checked a few Me times, too. but I'm just like, I can't. It's just, like, I think it, yeah. it wanted something like 25 euros, or sorry, $25 of the day to authorize yeah. the use of my MetaMask on some some DAP. And I was like, I'm not paying $25 yeah. just so I can, in the future, make a transaction. It's just... It's not going to happen. I'm not interested yeah, in that. Um, so, like, even no matter how fast it gets, I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. I can hear the death bells of Ethereum ring. Now, saying that, people in 2017 were talking about how slow Ethereum was and how it wasn't going to. It wasn't up to scratch. Um, and it's still here. And it's not only just here. It's been going like a bomb. So. You know, people who are smarter than me say don't don't rule out Ethereum. So I'm saying, okay, you know, I'm keeping it on my on my list of things that I'll hold a bag in. But I'm not heavy in Ethereum the way some people are. Um, I still, I, I the, still quite hold 
quite some uh, quite a bit myself um i mean the last actual transaction i i, I did was was um dsd um and i was going to jump into apay but i didn't because well, the transaction on, failed yeah apay is on bsc as well so. no well i just was yeah yeah I, there was a reason why i didn't yeah, I think we talked about that on a previous episode. One of your transactions yeah. was was in limbo in Ethereum, and then it came and took the, the cap, the whatever was well, on the this is, you're going to use. Well, this is a big yeah. problem, and I, it's what you're basically saying. But the, the I think the broader point is um, BSC. I, I don't necessarily have an issue with BSC as a, as a network, and I don't think, even though it, it quite clearly is. When it's pushed like it was today with SafeMoon, it 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 needs to be upgraded. Its its capacity is whether it's able to handle the current volume is questioning questionable. It doesn't seem to be able to. It does frequent no. technical issues. Um, I mean, we've all, both you and I, have dealt with pancake swap. There was a lot of rumors I, I I saw today. A lot of people were giving out, were complaining. Yeah. That transactions weren't going through. Uh, gas prices mm. even seem to be rising. Um, to but the gas prices are nothing still. Even with that, they're nothing like still. The most I've ever paid was like fifteen or twenty cents compared to yeah dollars. So, it's not. It's not even in the same league. I don't think it's set up the same way. The way the gas is maybe because it's more centralized and they don't have to distribute as much around to um, no. miners or whatever. But. But um, can I just take a huge step back for a second to where you were saying stuttering and then the market will die and then we're going to go into a bear, a bear market. Mm -hmm. um, look, I put up a post about crypto on Facebook. A lot of my friends on Facebook know I'm into crypto. I got a ton of messages from people who would be the last people I would expect to be interested in crypto or to have anything to do with crypto. I mean, you're talking about people who are not technical, people who don't use computers on a weekly basis, never mind a daily basis. Some of them don't even have computers. And they're saying, what do I think about Dogecoin? What do I think about Ethereum? What do I think about such and such? You know, what's the best exchange to use? Like, honestly, you know, there's, I was getting so many messages, I was like, holy shit, this market is for sure going to crash and die. And that's how I started my week this week. So I started going, like I work for a trading company, and I know loads of professional traders. And, you know, we have um, some influencers that we work with who are traders, um, you know, and like they were showing me charts and stuff saying basically that, yeah, look, it's going to stutter along basically for most of at least the next two or three months. Bitcoin is going to not do a lot. And probably in the next two to three months, when it does eventually um, start to move up again, it's going to be at a value that's less than today, probably. Um, but like one of the guys uh, was saying that he figures by the 2021 close, I'm just looking at the chart he drew here, um, like would be somewhere north of 300k is his his prediction based on this is a guy who's who's a trader for 11 plus years traded traditional financial markets transitioned over for, for, six six years or something ago let's 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 consider this for a minute so if 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 bitcoin is to go to 300k well what's that 395,394 
21. So what's that 395 that the market cap? So nearly 400k a coin. Oh, so that's what he's predicting. It goes to 400k. Okay. But let's consider what, what's required for that to happen, right? So the, the market cap of Bitcoin is, I've no idea, but how many trillion is it? Well, we have to 8x from where it is now. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, to consider what's required for that to happen. I, I, I don't know what it is off the top of my head, uh, the, the market cap of, of uh, Bitcoin right now, but I think it's about a trillion. I think maybe trillion 1.2. Neil, you could, if you have your hands. Maybe your... PA yeah. So whatever it is, it's it's a large amount of money, and for yeah, it to go to for it to go to four hundred, so that's four hundred. It's almost a ten x, right? So it's almost a ten x, probably about an eight, eight, nine x. Right? So it'd have to go to eight trillion dollars. It'd have to go to eight trillion dollars, right? So that's another how how much more capital has to stream into the market. Now, the only way that's going to happen is if you have large-scale institutional money just pour in, um, or it yeah. just gets to a, it gets to a crazy. It get well. There's that number one, number two. Uh, institutional money, financial institutions have to take more of an interest. Um, you know, we need kind of at least maybe ten more Elon Musk's to kind of take an interest. It's going to require that kind of level of um, of interest and, and and capital to somehow come from. To, to, to stream in, um, which could very well happen. It's not something which is impossible to do, but yeah, it's going to require it's going to require this, and it's not going to be done by Joe, and it's not going to be done by Joe Soap um, sitting at home deciding he wants to just he's 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 been hearing about all this kind of stuff, and he goes he reads about it in the Sun, and he decides to buy some BTC. I don't think there's enough people out there right now that that fit that bill um, that will. Take that plunge in the short in the period of time from about here from from here to um, he mentions when did he say what happened by the the end of the year? Yeah, so yeah, I don't think there's enough interest. Eight months, give or take. Yeah, so right right now that's not going to happen. I, I think I think for that that well, kind there's of there's a lot um, of institutional money flowing in already, uh, which makes me think that like there's. A lot of institutional money, a lot of smart money already in Bitcoin, and more by the day. Um, like I don't think, I, honestly, I don't think that that money can let Bitcoin go back to four thousand or ten thousand or even twenty thousand, because they'd be taking a bath. Even the even the discount, I'm sure they got discounted OTC rates, even at the OTC rates that they probably bought like one and a half billion dollars worth of Bitcoin at. I can't see, like, even if they paid 50K on the basis that 50K is cheap compared to where it's going, those people are too wealthy to let that go to, you know, to 20K, even on the short term. I just can't see it. I can't see it happening. They'll manipulate the fuck out of the market. And it, there's already been lots of manipulation. Like, Binance had some massive, massive sell wall, apparently. Um, can they manipulate the market? Or sorry, is that buy wall? No, it's a sell wall. They put a sell wall in that was never going to be filled, apparently, according to the guys in my group. And then, sure enough, just before it hit, just before the price hit that level, it was cancelled. Um, mm. So it's straight up manipulation. There's a lot of it going on, I think, with Bitcoin at oh, the sure. moment. And the traditional market players are, are getting in with their muscle and they're trying to 
see what they can do. Um, I don't know. I, I yeah. don't know. I think I think everybody that I've talked to anyway has been saying because I was very very scared about you know like the, the four horsemen of the apocalypse is the way that I think about it and like one of the horsemen is definitely that everybody and their uncle the taxi driver that you get in into his taxi you know on a Friday night and you tell him you work in crypto and he's like oh should I buy some Bitcoin like when that those conversations start to happen that's when that's definitely one of the four horsemen of the crypto apocalypse and. You know, like, so I definitely would have been like, oh, shit, it's definite. This market is overheated. And, you know, the reality is Bitcoin moves. Bitcoin sneezes and the rest of crypto gets a cold. It's called like that. Um, so, but I just don't, I don't see it. I think we maybe, I think maybe we've reached a level of maturity where 80% drop, the 80% like annihilation of portfolio value is a thing of the past. Like I, no, I want to think that that's not going to happen again. Okay, no, it's always going to be volatile, but and it's not. That's not going to happen. And the reason why is is simply DeFi. There's there's just not going to be an eighty percent capitulation um, back to to, to sub ten k. It's it's it, we've come too far. Um, your analysis is spot on. Um, there's too much institutional money for this to to in it for it to, to get back to that kind of prices. Um, it's just not going to happen. Plus DeFi as well. You have stable coins. You have all sorts of different mechanisms and that will keep money else. in the ecosystem. Um, they'll keep money in the ecosystem rather than just letting it uh, bleed out in fear, which is exactly what happened the last time. Um, mm -hmm. People cashed out from Bitcoin, from, from BTC, Ethereum, wherever um, when the market crashed. It would go straight back into their bank accounts. There was nowhere for, for um, there was no reason to keep your money in stables. Now there is. And I mean, I remember back back in uh, January 2018, it, it's like I, I sold a whole ton of, of Bitcoin and what else are you supposed to do with it? If you don't want to, I mean, it could be for a simple, uh, a reason as simple as it's just tax. If you, it's a taxable event if you take, depending what country you're in, but yeah, if you take your money and you 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 put it into your bank accounts, you know you have to, you know it's it's you have to declare it after tax. So you, you might want to just keep everything in uh, tether or die or just kind of leave it there and you know ponder your next move. Because that wasn't really possible. I mean, that, I don't know what stable coins. We discussed this last week. I don't know what stable coins were around back then. I can't remember. But die wasn't. Um, I think just USDT. Yeah, USDC wasn't. So your options were quite limited, and really your, your only option was just to, to GTFO and get out of Dodge and put your money straight back into your bank account if you were out of... Um, well, you could leave it sitting there as... You know, you could have a euro account or a dollar account, as in you would have physical dollars sitting in Coinbase. What really would you want to do that? I mean, the whole point is you, you, you cash out and... You, you, you convert it to, to fiat and then you take it back into your bank account um, rather than kind of leaving it stables. Now we have stables and we can do stuff with it. We can yield farm stake or you can put it into auto farm and lose almost a thousand uh, bucks. Um, that's one thing. <laughs> so um, you, we, we have more options and I think that, that, that we're not going to see that same flight of capital that we saw three years ago. It's going to stick around to a large degree. Sure, the market will take a it'll take a dump, it'll take a hit, but I don't see it. Um, I, mean, if, I mean, what's the total market cap now compared to like two thousand eighteen? 
I mean, if how many multiples is it? I wonder. It must be. I mean, of what crypto. are we talking about? I mean, Plus, would, if you market capitalization of crypto, everything. Yeah, I mean, we're talking DeFi now has come on stream, so which didn't exist back. Yeah, we, did, we didn't have Uni, we didn't have Binance Smart Chain. We just all we had so back then was we had a right, bunch well, the market, of the total market capital of the 17th before the last weekend's shit show was 2.3, I want to say trillion dollars. And in 2018, or well, let's just say January 2018, when the party started to be over. Um, well, actually, it's still okay in January. Okay, let's say April. Oh, fuck it. Let's just go back to April 2017. It was 29 billion. Billion. Wow. Billion. So it went from 29 billion. <laughs> Three trillion. I mean, honestly, even in 2016, I'm looking at this, there was nearly 7 billion in there. That must have been all, that must have basically all been Bitcoin. And a handful of other. Anyways, I don't know. Safe, um, safe Moon is worth more than the entire market was four or five years ago, or was as close to it, um, which is just ridiculous. Well, there you, you know, go. This. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I think my broader point is that. Uh, there's, sorry, there's, sorry, can I just say something real quick about Bitcoin in particular? Um, I saw a very, very interesting. It's actually the reason I joined the big. I saw a tweet uh, storm from Byzantine General, um, who, to be honest, when I read his tweets, like I feel like a fucking moron most of the time because he's like at the next level when it comes to analysis. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, he was saying that one of the, or he had this like forty-five part tweet storm about Bitcoin and whether or not it was the the end was in sight. And basically, um, one of the points in it was um, the miners. The miners. One of the data points was that the miners traditionally have sold a lot of the Bitcoin that they that they make from mining. Um, they're not doing that at the moment, apparently. The outflow from mining rewards is almost nil, so um, they're holding on to the Bitcoin, which seems to be a bullish sign because, like, if they hold on to the new Bitcoin that's being made, that means the supply is not expanding at all, um, which makes it even more deflationary. So that should—that means every new player that's coming into the space is not buying new Bitcoin; they're buying existing Bitcoin, which has an upwards price pressure yeah oh yeah i mean there will be i mean the, the trend is going to be upwards long term that's undeniable it's just a question of really the, the debate is what's going to happen in the short term um whether it is bear market correction whatever you want to call it is going to kick in you know if it's going to kick in this year it's going to kick in, in the next months or will it you know, will happen in may september or perhaps even later on this year so that's i think that's what the debate but that that bear market will last whatever length of time it lasts and then we'll have another leg up afterwards um you know bitcoin is deflationary there's only a limited supply and eventually we'll get to that that coveted 300 100k then it'll push on afterwards you know more money will continue it's the cryptocurrency is going nowhere um it's going to be it's it's part of the fabric of life part of finance now mm -hmm. it's, it's not going to unless something happens 
you know, unless something happens from a legal point of view where governments just decide to crack down and drive it underground, um, which they it's could really decide to do. do that, though. At it's this stage, at this stage, it's very like I think it would be next to impossible for them to do that. They can try, but I don't think it's even possible for them to do that. Like, it, yeah, it could oh, yeah, yeah, just yeah, go. Yeah. Like Bitcoin well, in particular is basically sensor sensor resistant. Well, they, they can't, they can't ban stop it. using. Oh, they can't stop you using it, but what they might do is they might make it the, the um, on and off ramps. Um, they might do, they might, you know, say to banks, look, um, you can't, you can't process transactions with Coinbase um, at all. I mean, banks are kind of doing that anyway To They're not officially doing it, but um, mm -hmm. I never have a smooth experience any time I use the likes of Coinbase or Bit, Bitpanda. Always, uh, my bank is Ulster Bank. In Ireland, they're a shit show. Well, yeah, that's just as an aside. They're about to shut down. I need to get a new bank account at some stage. I don't know what I'm going to do there, but <laughs> apparently, I might have to go back to Ireland to do it. Which is no, dude, get a bunk. Get what? a bunk account. B U N Q uh, bunk. What's what's bunk? I've never it's heard. It's a bank. It's a bank based out of the Netherlands. Okay. And. They, you can sign up online. There's a mobile app. You pay them eight bucks a month, and you yeah. get a card. You get as many accounts as you want. You can set up saving vaults. You can, they'll give you like a credit card thing that's actually sort of a debit card, but it acts like a credit card. It's brilliant, and it's your cash yeah. is insured by the European, and it works everything. Every time I want to send um, any money from from crypto out to fiat. I send it through um, Kraken and straight into the by SEPA, straight into the bank account. No hassle, no fuss. Turns up the next day or the day after, depending on the time I send it. No bullshit. I mean, they they'll ask you for KYC and possibly proof of funds. I mean, especially if you're trans, like if you're transitioning a shit ton of crypto gains out into fiat. Yeah. But I mean, like it's not like you're trying to do anything illegal, so you can you know you can. As long as you're able to yeah. prove your I'm just being I'm just being a drama queen. There's probably solutions online. There's N twenty six and there's there's a couple of no, N twenty six is don't don't use that. That's yes, yeah, Bunk is but, Bunk is awesome and Revolut is okay. Revolut is not for crypto yeah. though. Not for so crypto. there there is yeah, there's there's solutions, uh, so I'm not too worried about it. Um but um but, but I think my point was anyway that basically Ulster Bank Nine times out of ten, whenever I make a purchase on Coinbase, they will freeze my cards. Um, oh, fuck because me it's sideways. Yeah, every every pretty much every time they will freeze my cards, and you have to, you know, anyone who's dealt with every, every bank's customer support is horrible. Um, did I show you this? Lambo. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. When Lambo, yeah. Excellent. By the way, with awesome. Revolut, like as cool, like I'm orange is my favorite color, so this is the best thing ever for me. But. Um, and like I get weird looks as well when I give it across in the in, in the shop to pay for groceries or whatever. But um not surprised. They won't. I tried to use that card to buy crypto and they just won't. Revolut just they've put an automatic block on all the crypto exchanges. So you can't on ramp oh, wow. using your yeah. Because they're a bunch of cons basically, and they have their own crypto offering, which is like a bag of dog shit. Do not ever use oh, it's crap. Revolut for bank crypto. Oh my crypto. god! You don't have it's your pointless. private key. In fact, you probably don't even own the crypto. They 
are giving you an IOU that's the value of whatever the fluctuating value of that crypto asset is. Do it's not buy crypto in Revolut. Yeah, it's basically you, you're allowed to buy, I think they have maybe five assets. I don't know how many they have, but it's not very, you don't get uh, that much choice. And all you can do is buy it and then sell it. It's back to them. Yeah. You don't know like, what the hell am I supposed to do this? This is completely pointless. I can't, like you said, you don't have your private key. You can't transfer it anywhere. You can't do anything with it. So I'm just wondering what kind of jackass is going to waste their time. Like really, and I just don't see any benefit. Even worse than that. It's terrible. Like the prices that they give you, the spread is dreadful. Like what you're actually yeah. paying for, or at least it was the last time I checked, what you're actually paying for the crypto that you're getting, that you can't do anything with. And in fact, you don't even... Honestly, dude, I'm not even at all sure that if you buy a Bitcoin on there that you actually have a Bitcoin. You probably just have an IOU from them saying, we, we owe you the value of one Bitcoin, which is a completely different thing. Yeah. But the whole point of Bitcoin or, you know, any crypto that you own the private key for your wallet is that you actually own that crypto. It's, it's value that you own. It's not an IOU Oops. from a bank where the bank may or you may not be able to give it back to you someday. It's a you own 60k or you own 50k and that's it you know synthetic assets that's all it is i mean um that's probably what they're doing they probably don't have any bitcoin at all and they're just kind of saying look you give us x amount of money for something that we we're saying we have it but they mightn't have anything hmm. and um really when you think about it they, they probably could get away with doing that because you can't actually withdraw so i mean <laughs> this who knows as what long they're as doing they give you back yeah. yeah as long as they give you back your your bitcoin it's a it's yeah, a yeah. definitely like a leverage opportunity for them yeah yeah this there's, there's some sort of funny there could be some sort of funny business going on there but could be. um yeah i mean it, it's i think get back to the point though about you know what would lead to some sort of complete capitulation of the market will be i i think will be governments and they'll have to coordinate amongst themselves. So one government won't be enough. It'll have to be, say, the EU deciding they're doing it or the, the EU combination with the Americans. Everyone will have to decide, right, we're going to, the whole world really will have to say, right, we're going to shut this thing down, which require a, a, a ridiculous level of coordination for one thing. But, Unprecedented. Yeah. But um, we're already seeing some banks like my own and, and Revolut making it difficult. I don't think they can outright ban um, you buy crypto, but what they can do is they can make it pain in the ass. So that's what I, I think my theory is that's what they're doing that's... from my bank. And I've heard stories of other banks doing the same. So this isn't a unique thing. It's and every time very I very widespread. Yeah. Very, very widespread. And every time I ring them, it's because of my security. You know, so if my you know, this kind of bullshit that has been done to to, to keep me mm -hmm. safe and uh, please, you know, don't uh, you know, don't piss down my neck and tell me it's raining. Like, you know, this is not done for my for my safety. It's because you want to you want you want to frustrate people who are um, going about their god given right to, to buy uh, cryptocurrency. Um, so, you know, I, I'd, that's one avenue. It might happen. That's that's one way it might happen. Um, you know, it's kind of similar to vaccine passports to go off on a tangent. Or the government yeah, won't, won't but, but there's a parallel they mightn't they, the governments won't make it happen themselves but they will use private business 
to um, to do their their bidding, their dirty work. So I think that's my, what they might do with cryptocurrency. Instead of banning it, they might make the infrastructure. I, I know they won't ban it, but they, they they might do their level best to to um, okay. frustrate it. I agree with you. That is the major threat. But here's the reality: like, okay, let's say the EU decides this is bullshit. We don't like this cryptocurrency business anymore, and somehow the EU are like, let's get the us on board and the us are like you know what you we agree this is bullshit we're going to kick coinbase off the nasdaq and we're going to basically upset everybody they're not going to do that by the way in the us there's no fucking way russia are going to be like fuck you you know like they're not going to play ball with that china right. definitely aren't going to play ball you've got this seychelles and panama and these are the countries that are going to be like okay guys you do you and we're going to do us which is yeah. by the way now anybody in the world can have a bank account anybody at all you want a bank account guess what we're crypto friendly suddenly their economy is absolutely fucking booming because people have a way yeah. to take dollars and turn them into i'm telling you as long as there's one country in the world liberland it's not even a proper country, but like honestly, all it would take is them to form a bank, and people would have a weight on an off ramp. There will always be. Yeah. This oh, is my this is my hypothesis. It's too late. Banks oh. are going to make it difficult, yes, to try yeah. and slow adoption, but it's the last dying, gasping breath of a dead institution yeah. clinging for dear life to um to 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 hope that they might be able to somehow claw their way back. It's not going to happen. They're fucking stupid for even thinking that, and they need to seriously catch up and find a way to exist in the new reality, which is that crypto is here to stay. As far as I'm concerned, it's just no. Oh yeah, around it. yeah. It's it's not it's not going anywhere. Um, I think really what I was trying to get across was, or trying to to articulate was that when this. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna ban it, or they're not gonna su su successfully ban it. They might try to to regulate it into the grounds, or they might try to frustrate it. And I think if they do try to do that, it won't be good for the market for for a period of time. So that's one way that you might see a semi capitulation is if if the American government decides right, we're banning it, and we're going to go really go hard after it. Now they're not going to succeed long term. Right, that's just not going to happen. But I think it's worth considering from a point of view of what, you know, what could happen potentially to um, cause problems in the market, and that's that's one thing anyway. That's one thing that could transpire. Um, just on yeah, that, I mean, just one quick additional point. I was listening to, I think it was Funky Crypto Podcast or some other podcast the other day, or maybe earlier today, and they were saying. Bitcoin mom, who's like uh, Hester Pierce, has said, she's in the SEC in the US, she has said that it would be foolish for the US government to ban Bitcoin um, because it's hard, for, it's hard to stop people from trading the digital assets, even if the government restricts efforts, she said. Um, so yeah, I, she goes, I don't, I don't see how you could ban it Investing in crypto, or no, sorry, um, a government could say it's not allowed here, but people would still be able to do it, she, she added, saying that it would be hard to stop anyone from trading in digital assets. So I think it would be a foolish thing for the government to try and do that. So there you yeah, go. Well, outright, they're not going to succeed, um, but they could have 
a negative impact on the market in in, in a short in the short term or a sure. potentially Even so that's that's term. it's it's yeah in the medium to short term it could it could definitely disrupt things um you know because the people who run the government they don't like this that they, they've they, their eyes are on this so they want they're not i don't think they're going to just go into the, off into the night and just um leave the way it is um without kind of sticking our nose in somehow especially with DeFi, which is just oh, there's so many so they're, they're going to they're, they're going to cast their beady eyes on you know the likes of DeFi and other areas um you know what they're going to do more. they're going to make DeFi kyc they're going to they're going to insist on kyc for DeFi, and i don't know how they're going to do that that's what their play is going to try to be is going to be yeah okay you can have DeFi, but we need to know who has what assets and where the assets are, are traveling from it's against we have to protect you know we have to protect nations against terrorism we can't have terrorists uh you know transferring governments, value around the world easily um governments will always do this they will always um dress everything yeah. up under the, the auspices of safety and you know for the greater good and it's what they're doing with COVID. without going on a tangent there but they're doing the same thing with COVID, and they'll do the same thing with um with crypto as well it's 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 not they, they, they won't come down hard on it because they just don't like the fact that they don't control it that's not the reason they'll, they'll publicly give they'll give they'll the reason they'll give is that you know we can't have this being used by terrorists criminals um all sorts of undesirables who are using this to you know um well, cause problems for the nation yeah they're they're, they're going to like you know selling drugs and all this stuff and that's that's not the reason why i mean the vast majority of people you know that that's, that's give us a break right that's not what you're doing it for you know where everyone knows it that you're doing this because you want to stick your you want you want a cut of the pie for number one number two you want to control it because you know and don't try to claim any different um but yeah they'll, they'll make things that could be um, the cause will crash if they really do try to turn the screw in the, the crypto market. Um, but just something to be aware of, I guess. Um, but I think I think in the States, um, I mean, the, the US is actually one of the most crazy places. Like, I would re I'm so glad I'm not a US citizen. The way that their taxing works on crypto is insane. Awful, um, yeah. It's awful. Like, like, the amount you have to make and then the amount you have to give the government. So, Actually, I'd say it's a pretty solid revenue stream for them, at least from the people who are paying for it. So I would imagine for the US, and again, like having been in the scene since, you know, mid 2017, there's definitely an increase in, I would say, favorable attitudes from my observation, at least from the outside looking in, um, in places like the S, the, the SEC, and the other agency that looks after, um, you know, consumer rights, etc., for for around finance, um, if they they don't have to ban it, actually, it's much more profitable for them just to say, let's just keep taxing it like crazy, um, you know, let's let's find ways to make sure people are actually paying their tax on crypto. And then happy days, they're getting their cut of the pie, and and, and I'd say it's yeah. quite a juicy pie as well. Um, so, like other countries, just need to follow suit with that. The challenge is with DeFi: the more decentralized things are, the less accountable they are, and yeah. that's bad for well, the tax man. That creates a whole new set of well, problems. It's um, the, the very nature of DeFi is that how, you can't KYC that. 
it defeats the purpose. I know. I, know. I, I counts... the analogy I used is it's like KYCing DeFi is like using toilet paper that puts more shit on your ass, basically. Yeah. You know, it's just it's completely <laughs> against what DeFi stands for. Yeah. You know. So it completely defeats the purpose. I mean, how would you? Even, how would they even start doing that? I mean, That's I think happen, it's, right? it's well. If they were to insist, it was it was KYC. It just it would cease to exist because the whole uh, raison d'etre is that it's uh, you know it's decentralized. It's you, there's not one kind of um, godlike power um, lording, you know, managing everything. Mm -hmm. So it's. I mean, if if they're insisting on. Like, I mean, if it's a very simple thing, though, man. All you'd have to do, all K all DeFi platforms would have to do to stay inside of the lines, is make people have to sign up for an account first. That's it. But then it's centralized. So it's, well, it could still be decentralized. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, but it will be some sort of centralized control somewhere. I mean, if you have to sign up for an account, that account yeah. is going to determine whether you're able to use the. Uniswap, for example, and it'll determine where you have to use it. That's centralization by default, by definition. Now you well, can argue whether it's necessarily you could have a smart contract that just manages the identities of the users. Yeah, but it's a and it could be completely decentralized. I I don't agree. I think that's centralization just in not just one point. Uh, it's a it's a single point of failure for the whole kind of idea of um, concept of centralization that. If people are kind of you need to, to prove who they are at at, at, a, at a single point, the network mightn't be fine, but everything will stem from that that um, credit credentialization. And whether I don't know whether that I mean, but I, I think really it, it probably is going to happen to some degree. Something like that is going to. Well, look, that's what the look, there's some. Fuck it! I wish I should have researched this before the the episode. But there's a there's a group of a think tank think tank group of it was on the Unchained podcast. Um, we're, highly recommend checking out Laura's podcast, the Unchained podcast. There's an episode about fuck it. I'm gonna look it up now so that I don't sound like a complete moron. Um, I would say about two or maybe three weeks ago, um, I was listening to this, and she had. Um, yeah, this is going to take it. This is probably going to take a second because I have to go find the actual episode. Uh, by the way, I rec I really recommend the Unchained podcast. I think it's great. Um, she's got some very interesting. Like, for example, Mark Cuban was on there the other day, and, you know, you kind of don't expect those sort of TV celebrity billionaires to be, I don't know why, maybe I, maybe I just didn't know enough about Mark Cuban, but that's a smart guy. Yeah. Obviously, very successful. Um, this is... Oh, shit. Um, yeah, 
okay, I don't know what's going on with this. This is not um the problem is she has two she has two podcasts and they're both under the same umbrella now. Um Fat F F A T F April 2nd, there's an episode of Unconfirmed, the Unconfirmed podcast, same Laura Shin is the Shin is the host. My proposed fat of rules could be a shock for DeFi. It's interesting, it's interesting to listen to. But anyway, this this chap, Dave Jevons, was talking about um how this, uh, the Financial Action Task Force, um, it's a group made up of people from all over, all over the world. It's not just America. Um, and basically the idea was that DeFi applications, um, DEXs, anything like that would be reclassified. Um, and it, whatever the, the classification of organization that they would be reclassified as would require them to do KYC. So that's the basic. Now this this um, this group, the Financial Action Task Force, are actually, uh, you know, it's a like I don't know if it's a voluntary body, but it's not a. They don't have the power to make legislation. They they make recommendations to financial regulators around the world, and the financial regulators in those countries implement. They, they pick and choose what they like, what they feel fits into the ethos of the way that they do things in their country, and they implement those things. Um, mm -hmm. So obviously, like, in some countries, you're going to have a very strict implementation of the findings, like, for example, in Switzerland, which, which is where the company I work for is based. Uh, so we're going to have probably issues with KYC in the future, is my guess. Um, and... Then there's other countries who are kind of like, eh, and they don't implement a lot of what's put out there. Um, they just sort of say, look, it'll look after itself. We don't need to worry. Um, so again, I kind of think it's one of these things where the reality of crypto being completely global, being above any one nation's regulatory body, is that even if one country like China or wherever goes, yeah, we don't want DeFi anymore, boom, no more DeFi. And they just shut that shit down author, uh, author, authoritarian style, authoritarian, authoritarian. Style? yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, there'll be plenty of other places that still do it. There'll be VPNs. There'll be ways that you can use, you can, okay, maybe not, maybe not every average Joe, but anybody with a computer and, a bit of common sense and a little bit of technical knowledge, not even a lot, will be able to find a way around it. That's my but two cents. It's really when it, the, the one to watch is the Americans because they're they have so much power. So whatever they want to do will, you know, you the, they'll likely acquiesce to whatever. Well, not not entirely. Not there's no guarantee of it, but they probably will. So if if the American government says, hey. To, to Uniswap um, or the rest of DeFi, you need to you need to KYC for all potential new customers. Um, they can make things very very difficult if they don't. So if there's any other governments, they'll just be like, 
well, we're not going to listen to you. And you can go elsewhere and you can ignore them. But the Americans, you can't because they have a lot of pressure on the international state or they have a lot of, uh, you know, they're, they have a lot of power on the international stage. They can, I mean, you see this now, what they're doing with, with tax, tax havens. Um, they can make life very, very difficult for people who don't play ball, but, but they want to do. So mm -hmm. whether, even though they don't That's necessarily true. have power internationally, you kind of have no choice. Uh, well, at least a large number of people would feel that way when it comes to what uh, an edict from the American government. Um, so yeah, from that point of view, it's, if it comes, if the American government decides it's going to come in, it probably, you know, it could very well happen. Um, well, look, you know what the reality is, it will, if the American government decide that that's going to happen, it will happen for you, for us citizens. But then again, yeah. you know, us citizens, for example, aren't use, aren't allowed to use regular Binance and they have to use Binance US, which sucks balls, balls account. All accounts. What's the difference? Uh, what uh, what what features like does it things, like? Really? Honestly, I don't give a monkey's toss about Binance US, so I, I don't know. But I've heard people say it's really bad. Um, it's horrible. Um, the reality is, like, there's a lot of Americans who just use a VPN and pretend they're from the UK or Panama or Costa Rica or. Venezuela. How would you get around KY, KYC then? Because at some stage you're going to have to prove who you are. Well, with Binance, you can withdraw two Bitcoin a day. Well, I suppose, yeah. I mean, they did. Like, it depends how heavy you have to be some get. fucking high roller to be withdrawing two Bitcoin a day and have a problem. Mm, maybe. You know I mean, I didn't think it was that much two Bitcoin. I thought it was quite yeah, less. Yeah, 60 Bitcoin a month. I don't know. At some point, there's probably a monthly limit, actually. But you can take it up yeah. to two Bitcoin a day. I've never really had to worry about that problem myself. I'm not that wealthy. Oh, I'm KYC'd. Up so I can, I'm KYC I can take as well, actually, but only because yeah. they kind of encourage you to do it. Yeah, like it's it's really it's like I'll give you an example. My missus, um, who is not, she's kind of she's been bitten by the bug because she sees me excited about wins when they happen, and you know I'm showing her like our portfolio and stuff. And so anyway, I set her up with a Binance account and put a grand in it. Uh, incidentally, it's worth two grand now, so that's, that's pretty good going. Um, well, she's not doing anything. All she does is look at it and get depressed or excited. <laughs> it's quite cute. But she was like, oh, just delighted with herself. She came into me the other day and she's like, oh, yeah, I did all the KYC thing for, for Binance. It's all sorted. I had to do the passport and everything. I'm like, why'd you do that? And she goes, well, because they said that I should do it. So I just did it, you know? Mm. Whereas you or I would be like, well, I don't really necessarily think that I want to do that until I have to do it, you know? I hate doing Not it. that I'm trying to hide anything. I mean, I just did it myself anyway, because at the time I didn't really, and you know, obviously I'm not trying to hide anything, but like most people in crypto would be like, well, do I want to do KYC unless I absolutely have to? Hmm, probably not. You yeah, know, that's just seems... as a... <clears throat> Just as a sort of a principle, a point of principle thing. Yeah, it's like you know, the gens don't want anyone knowing who they are. They don't want anyone knowing their 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 investment, or, sorry, gambling habit. You know, they don't want any of this kind of information getting into the hands of some uh, snoopy bureaucrat. You know, so uh, or mm. official. Um, so you can understand that. Um, I remember I've, I've KYC'd up on all the exchanges because. 
back in 2018, the consensus was that you needed to you needed to be to take advantage of the markets. So you needed to have all like accounts set up on Kraken, Binance, uh, Poloniex. I don't know how you pronounce that. Poloniex, yeah. Poloniex. So I've I've actually Bitmex. Yeah, I've literally accounts set up for pretty much all of them. KYC, everything. Mm. I said I I went and did it over the space of a few days. Um, the only one I'm not is um, FTX, and I don't have any because that's relatively new. It wasn't around back then. Um, FTX is awesome, actually. I really like it's FTX. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's great. It's very it's great. fast compared to um, Binance. Yeah, it's very nice. Reason. And as well, they're. I mean, I actually, I don't know. I mean, FTX, the interface, it it definitely feels a bit more basic, like a bit more, well, now I'm saying that it's more user-friendly. You know, like it's got stupid scroll things in, in certain places and sometimes their containers don't work properly. But, but like, it's quite simple to understand what you're looking at and where you're supposed to look for things and everything is there where you need it. You know, with Binance, it's only recently that they started putting in a dollar amount to what the things that are in your your spot wallet. I mean, for fuck's sake, yeah. like, why do I need to know how much, like, what the Bitcoin value of my soul is and not know the US dollar value? You know what I mean? Like, it's, that's just a bad user experience. True. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, it needs to be the dollar amount. <laughs> well, both, ideally. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, I mean, I like seeing the Bitcoin amount as well, but like, mm-hmm. Like to, to, to have to actually go and okay, it's like X amount of Satoshis multiplied by it's ridiculous. You know, give me the fucking dollar. Give me four. Give me two decimal places and whatever is ahead of the decimal points. And yeah, that's that'll do me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm with you, man. I'm with you. That's something that's yeah, it's important. Will we jump? Will we jump into the challenge? Yes. Yes, I'll start this week, I I believe. There you go. You're doing better usually, than you, say. usually you starts, no, uh, but it'll be me this week. So, um, moments. Hmm. It's going to be very brief. Um, now, the first thing is I have a confession to make in that it's not entirely accurate. I'm about to show you, but the reason it, there's a good reason for that. So, I'll explain. Uh, Present now. Okay, so entire screen. Uh, all right, Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I did click that. Okay, let's go. All right, let's see what's going on. Um, so you can you can tell you only have one screen, Keith. Oh, you more than one screen. I have two yeah. screens, and honestly, I'm currently looking at ways to have a third screen. Well, but it would have to be run off my own computer, the one laptop, because I can't be dealing with having like a completely separate set of no. controls and all that shit. That drives me mental. I'm full on digital nomad. Um, I'm full on digital nomad. I just have my my MacBook, and that's it. I'd... Although there are digital nomads there who travel with with um, extra screens, and screens. I, you know, yeah, they, they actually a travel lot. with it. Yeah, it's, it's 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 an increasing. Um, because you can get Pretty ones that weigh nothing. Like I remember when having one of those stands, like the stand that I'm using at the moment, was the thing. Mm-hmm. And now it's like 
you know the the fold up stands that that come out and it goes out yeah. into things. So you can stand it up like that. Well, now it's uh, now it's all about the um, the second screen. Yeah, they're, they're super lightweight. It's these digital nomad trends that keep popping on up, you know, people going around. Dude, with you like, should get one. They're awesome. Uh, second screen is great. Maybe, maybe. Um, I, I, I don't really feel the need. I mean, I'm okay with this. Uh, but it's like maybe one of those things that when you actually start using, you could, you ever want. Well, I when I was back in my last job, I was a screen freak. Like I used to have yeah. three, four. Um, I was a sysadmin. And yeah. um, I would have one screen would have all the stats of the servers. Then I'll have another one with probably more stats and charts and all this kind of stuff, like you know, whatever the, 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 the routers, servers, the role in the, under my command. Um, and I probably didn't need them, but it was just kind of cool to have this bank of screens. And, you know, I thought I thought I looked really cool. People come into my office and I'm just like, hey, check it. You know, check out all these screens I have. You know, probably po most people thought I was a weirdo, but <laughs> uh, I used to oh, be big cool, into man. Yeah, I used looks to. cool with the be... frame and all the screens up on top. I went into a trading um, back yeah. in the days of spread betting. I went into a spread betting place, and they had like I don't know exactly how they worked with hedging the bets, etc. Mm. But they had like. 12 guys it was trading floor basically and they had this insane like everybody's desk had like six screens like there was like screens with charts everywhere it was it looked fucking cool but then again i'm a i'm a bit of a geek so yeah like lots of screens look cool to me and you go on show us show anyway, us what you're uh, show us what's up so um okay we wrong screen damn so basically there's not much to report i think I'm not sure if I moved the needle much from last week. I Maybe I have, but not by a whole lot. I'm in and around the 4K mark, which I, I believe I've been stuck at for at least two weeks. Two weeks ago, I was at that. Um, I'm pretty sure last week I might have been in three, sub four. But I'm at four this week. four last week, I think. Yeah, You're so I'm not really... In the ballpark. So I'm not really moving very much, even though I got off to a good start. Um, so what happened, and it's not, I'm not really, um, it's not illustrated here. Um, I went into Safe BC, long story short, I went in and out of Safe BTC um, for pretty much the exact, I, I literally, as far as I'm aware, I don't think I lost anything, and I, but I don't think I made anything. So I went in with pretty much what Oh, hang I on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let me back you up a few steps. Uh, when we talked last week, you were talking about going into DN DSD. And the next day, unless I, I might forget, maybe I'm forgetting a week, but I'm fairly sure it was last week that we were talking about jumping on um, Orc or Akuru. That was last week, wasn't it? No, no, I was in Orakura last week. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure last last podcast, Orakuru's uh, launch was the next day, and we were going. No, it was two well, weeks was, ago. That was two no, weeks ago. No, that was two weeks. Yep, it's two weeks Shit. ago, man. Right. Yeah. So Orakuru was yeah, it was two weeks ago. Thursday, two weeks ago. So mm -hmm. I went from DSD into Orakuru, and I was in Orakuru all last week, and um, it wasn't performing, and. Yeah, pretty much went into safe BTC. 
and I say BTC did 10x if I still had it well I don't know what it is right now but I got out too early because there was a massive crash and I got I got nervous I got jittery um, and I sold and I pretty much didn't it I pretty much stayed exactly I, I went the thing about all these these different hype coins is they have taxes so you pay a tax going in you pay tax going out um, this seems to be um, normal for for BSC coins as, as a whole they all seem to have this mechanism in place and I don't I'm not quite sure where it's just the, the hype coins. goes it's just it's just this new this, hype coin things um, I think it goes for pretty much all I mean swirl has it uh, poo coin has it yeah most most of them seem to have a tax yeah, of some you, sort you're making my point well go buy some bmb or some cake you want to have a 10 percent tax yeah but 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 yeah i mean I'm, but my point is i didn't i didn't come out i, I went in I, went, I came out with what i went in with i didn't make anything so basically right. I've, I've i have a good chunk of binance coin anyway so um for the purposes of the challenge i am pretty much where i was um that's it right essentially um okay, i was cool. debating whether to, to one of my uh one of the hype coins i'm in at the moment is called blimps blimps rock and mm. i was going to debate whether i put that in as part of the challenge but i didn't so i just decided to, to leave it as just bnb and it's still okay i mean it's i mean a few days ago two days ago i think it was like sub 500 480 470 it got down really low after the the, the crash on sunday yeah. it was down to 430 i believe right. um so from that point of view it's i mean it could be a lot worse i'm not really advancing anything any to any great degree from last week for this week i'm going to have a think about it i'll make a special effort as to what i can do to, to actually put some to to move past four grand and finally do something with it because i mean there's no reason why i shouldn't get be doing a lot better so i'm kind of disappointed um but i guess it could be worse <laughs> so i'm yeah, not in there four x and we only started this six weeks ago i mean there's not many yeah. people in the world that can say that to be honest um outside yeah. of crypto especially so yeah so, i'm not doing this i'm not doing that badly well i mean i could i could be doing better but next week i will have a think about it and um see what else is out there i might kind of jump in one of these hype coins Knock um, off your sharing there, Keto. Oh, sorry. I was stop presenting. I did half the job. Uh, yeah, the I keep thinking that if I just go back to see myself looking yeah. two different directions, it's so, freaky. Uh, yeah, yeah that's listen. Me. Um, yeah, I think I don't know, man. It's been a couple of it's been a weird couple of weeks. Like, we started off, I feel like the first four weeks of the challenge, the first three weeks anyway, we're like. Jesus, I feel like we just kind of grabbed off the side of a of an express train that was just like, and now the last couple of weeks it's been sort of, yeah, I don't know if it's been market conditions or what, but it's it's definitely for me at least it's been it's sort of been a weird, it's been a weird place. All right, look, I'm going to show you what I've what I've done. Um, honestly, like, I'm up a bit uh, from where you were. Um, but I, like I cannot claim any. Uh, like I'm up to about five and a half, but I can't claim any sort of genius trading, anything like that. All that happened there was 
um, I got lucky, safe, BTC, mooned, and so basically, as I said this earlier on, I put 100 bucks in. I took out, a, when I went 15x, I took out 10x, so I took out 1,000. I left 500 in. It went down to one or 200, fucked around there for like th two or three weeks. And then um, just last, I think, Friday, yeah, I want to say Friday, I noticed that, holy shit, that the 100, 200 that I've been seeing for the last while was suddenly worth uh, 12. I think it even went up as far as 1,400. I fell back to 1,250. Can you hear me? Yep, yep. My headphones. My headphones are gone. Tell me that they're connecting, oh, but I don't know what they're connecting to because it's not the bloody, it's not the computer. Um. Anyways, um. Yeah. So basically, Safe BTC accidentally saved me, and this is why. Actually, let's see. Am I connected now? Say something there. Yo. All right, nice. You're back in the deal. Nice. Um, yeah, the safe BTC basically saved my ass completely by accident. But the lesson I'm taking from this is moon bags are awesome. Like when you get out of something, like safe BTC kit, you should like leave a couple hundred bucks in there, like or whatever, five hundred bucks if you're if you're uh, like you know if you if you've got your ball. Yeah. And you're like, but this this wasn't even a moon bike. That, it, this seemed like a total shit show. There was no kind of redeeming. There was no hint that this was something that could uh, was going to see any sort of success. And I wasn't leaving us anything in the damn thing. And um, based on what I was reading now, it turned out to be very very wrong. But I mean, that's, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have left. So you never know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I panicked. And I took everything out. Panicked twice actually with Safe BTC. You think I'd have learned my lesson the first time, but no, I panicked at the weekend as well. Um, there you go. See, that's the thing. Like, I honestly think if I had, never mind twenty B BNBs, if I had one BNB in in Safe BTC, like these coins are shit coins. I'm sorry to Safe BTC and all these other things, but like, well, of course, absolutely, these yeah. coins have no value as far as I can see. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm certainly wrong about plenty, but they don't have any real value. So, like, it makes sense to to not have any real faith in them, which is why I knew if I put any significant amount of cash in, it would be it would be bad. Look, in reality, if I had put the thousand that we started with into Safe BTC, I would be fucking killing it. This one thousand X experiment would be well underway. Be over. Would it be over? Well, be over from the point of view of you. I mean, I'd, you would be not be able to be touched. I'd be you know, so the, far the, in the lead, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so it would just be the point to be proven, you know. But um, I'd only have well, I'd have something like twenty-eight k instead of five and a half. So yeah, it would be I would be in a very strong position unless I really shit the bed with the twenty-eight k. But look at I'm not that. That's not my that's not my risk profile. So I was never going to be that guy. Um, so there we are. So look, all I did this week in terms of buying and selling stuff, I sold out of, again, this this CoinGecko thing is nice for keeping track of things, but it doesn't really tell the story. So I bought into what? SafeMoon. Um, I was pretty depressed by the the weekend. On Monday, I bought into SafeMoon. 
Um, I was, I mean, I think I was a bit late to the party on that, to be honest. Uh, I was actually trying to buy it from Sunday afternoon. I couldn't get BTC, uh, sorry, BSC to, sorry, I couldn't get PancakeSwap to take the transaction. Um, I was doing my nut in. Turned out you have to set the slippage to 12%, which is, like, which is, by yeah. the way, and it didn't give me a warning initially. The first day I was trying, it didn't. They've since added a warning to saying, like, because of the tax, you have to add a 12%, 12 yeah. slippage. It also tells you, warning, at this slippage rate, you could be front run. Front so run, I was like, yeah. well, don't want to be front run. Anyways, um, so, yeah, I eventually got into that on Monday afternoon, I think probably after work on Monday, so 6 or 7 p.m., and by this morning when I logged on, or yesterday morning when I logged on, basically it had fallen back to where, just over the place where I had bought in. So I just sold, I just straight away sold it. Um, there was all sorts of talk about it being a rug pull and all this earlier on, um, I think. Uh, so yeah, I just got out. And yeah, so now I'm sort of fucking back to square one, to be honest. And in the week ahead, uh, yeah, I honestly don't know what to do. I'm, I'm going to have to have a real think about where this challenge is going. Um, I think what would be ideal is if I could find, you know, maybe we'll see if we can put our heads together and we can find some really early stage project that looks that looks good. Um, and... You know, I, I don't know. I, did you look at all that Mist? Mist was was on the launch pad. Or sorry, kick pad. I, last time I checked, it didn't do anything. It was floundering. Um, yes. It was the last time I checked. It wasn't doing anything. I don't. Is it on CoinGecko? Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at it. Right, let's look. Let's see. Mist. Well, two. I just don't understand why these projects don't fucking check their. It's not that hard. You can have a fifth. This is the one. Mist. Pretty is sure. that it? Yeah, fourteen cents. Well, so let's don't fuck all actually, because I think it launched. Well, 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 hold on. It was. It's. It seems to be up. I mean, since. Yeah, that's the okay. twenty-four day. That's the twenty-four hour. Let's check the. Oh, it's so, it's it's moved. Started off here at eleven cents, give or take, and now it's yeah. Fourteen. Not major, not major to be honest. I don't know. Like I kind of feel like games on the blockchain. Mm, not sure. Not sold on that, to be honest. Um, now, I'm saying that there is a. I saw. Hang on, let me close this thing down. Um, I did see a metaverse type thing that's launching on Solana that looks quite interesting. Star something. Starlink. Star. I don't know. There's some people talking about it on Twitter. Um. And like Solana, like their transactions per second are awesome. So I don't know. That could be, even still, though, I don't think it's fast enough. But I guess it depends on how much of it's being written to the chain. Well, I mean, if, if you want to put our heads together, the, the, the place to look is, is obviously more the hype coins. Um, that's mm -hmm. where I'd be looking. Um, to get the most play out. They've all done amazingly well. I mean, I mean, I could have picked any one but the ones I picked and the way I did it, and I would have done well, uh, but I didn't. Like, if, if it's just if these hype yeah, coins, you rough. need nerves nerves of steel, which obviously I, I, I lack. I mean, Fox did well. 
and I top Fox. I looked Fox at it. Fox is the one I tried to buy that piece of shit. I could not. I couldn't buy it. Maybe it's my mm. fault. It's probably my fault yeah. to be honest. But there was a whole heap of uh, coins knocking around that um, didn't take full advantage of. Um, so hopefully the time hasn't passed. But it seems to be. I mean, there's a, there's a YouTuber called Connor Kenny, um, and he seems to specialize in these in these hype coins, or at least he is now, anyway. And mm. his Discord server is 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 a good place to find out and get more information about these specific coins. I don't think there's anywhere else that you can find in one place information on these hype coins that are blown up because he has a section dedicated to them or he has part of his server that's that's, that's channel, all they yeah. talk about. Yeah, it's a channel that you just talk about all these it's hype It's full coins. of moon boys though. Yeah, well, absolutely. But I mean, that's if that's what you're looking for, if you're looking for just a coin that's just going to go up, um, that's where you would find it. Obviously, you have to do a bit more research yourself if, if such a thing is possible to, into these particular uh, vehicles. Yeah. But as a place to find them, just one place where you can get all this information that's, that's centralized in one place, I think this is probably the place to go. Um, and Connor Kenny is probably the best YouTuber to follow for these coins because he seems to, everyone since I started following him, he, I, I was watching him talk about safe moon back in March and I ignored him. I just thought that's just sounds ridiculous. Um, I was in something else at the time and he was right about that. I still ignored him. Um, he talked about Elon Gates. I ignored that as well. Even if I'd taken, got in really late on Elon Gate, I mean, it would have been 10x. God knows what it's at now. I think it's like half a billion. Um, but yeah, he seems to be good at identifying these when they're really, really small, they're really low market cap. And if you are looking to find a place to find out where these, these coins are going to be discussed, that would be my recommendation to dive in there and obviously just don't ape into anything because someone mentions it. Um, but try and maybe judge which ones have a reasonable chance of emulating the likes of Safe Moon, Elongate, and all these other coins based upon. I mean, the only thing you can really base upon is hype. And how many people are going to kind of keep coming into the coin once it's it gets to a certain stage, it's going to dip, and will it fade to obscurity and you lose all your money? Will it go for another leg up and another leg up and another leg up? And um, figure out which one is going to do that, really, there's only one factor, and that's just how many people are talking about it, um, what kind of interest there is in it. Um, I think a good sign is really if it gets to a certain stage of market cap and hasn't rug pulled and it's still relatively strong, then you could be sure that probably it's probably going to do a bit more after that. So the one you and I are in at the moment, um, Limps Rock. Limp Rocks. Limp Rock, I think it, it'll do it'll do okay. It'll do something. Whether it goes to, to 100 million or whatever it goes to, is, I mean, that's anyone's guess. But from from... There seems to be sufficient interest in it so far that it will do something and it'll go a bit further than it goes than it's currently at. Um, I mean, it's a week old and they haven't rug pulled yet. Um, they, what I like about them, if you could like such a thing about them, is that they seem to be good at chilling and they seem to have got that down to an art. So this is well, what this whole game is like all about. about coin. It's the only value that they well, have. Well, it's the only thing, yeah, yeah. So this is the ability to shill and what I've, what I've noticed about this community is that they're psychopaths. Um, today they, they had a shill party. 
Well, they are. Right. I mean, they had a shill party this afternoon, and the, that's when the price started to recover after its dip. Um, was due to that. They they just went and they just spammed the entire internet by the looks of it, and uh, the price started to recover pretty quickly, just after, directly after that happened. So the community are just the same kind of rabbit um, fanatics that are, are, you know, the, the type of rabbit fanatics that are needed to kind of... Um, to 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 publicize the coin to the, to the degree it needs to be publicized for it to be a success so i'm confident it'll do something um how far it goes is anyone's guess but the, the indicator so far that it's, that it's it could do it could do okay based upon the number of holders which is just clear 10k they have i don't know who's in the telegram maybe so four four and a half thousand but they're going in the right direction yeah, they're going in the right direction. So this could be a pretender to the throne. It could be, I mean, whether it's going to be the, the success of, what it's going to replicate the success of these other guys, I don't know. But I think they'll do something. I think it could get to 20 million, 30 million. And after that, it's it depends who picks it up, What if the YouTubers pick it up. Um, it really depends how their shilling marketing game is after that. But I think it could probably get to 20. Um I'm 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 eyeing up that figure anyway, and I'll be looking to probably. Right now, it's, well, right now it's five million. That's only yeah. a four x. Yeah, so it's at five five mil at the moment. Um, but I think you could probably get to twenty within a week or so, and after that, it's really, it's in the lap of the gods who picks it up. What a, you know, it, you're going to need some sort of external help after that. You're going to need a YouTuber or two. You're going to need an influencer. Um, apparently, they have some influencers lined up. Um, some TikTok guys, um, a few other people are going to shill it. So, who knows? But I'm, I'm reasonably positive, reasonably confident this should do something. So we'll see how much it does in the end. But my hope is after this, I'm going to have I've, I've had enough of these coins because they're just not worth the mental, the, the, the strain in your mental health. Yeah, yeah, so I'm gonna stay in this one. And... Dude, I think that's part of your strategy, though, as well. Like, you know, like you're putting yourself under an enormous amount of stress. I mean, really, like, honestly, I wouldn't be able to sleep. And anything that affects my sleep, that's not my little boy. Uh, because, you. you know, like, I love him and I don't, if he wakes me up, I'm much more willing to deal with that than, say, fucking anguish because I can't. <laughs> I can't sleep because I'm so worried about the, the my net worth, like yeah. being decimated Probably. while I'm asleep. Honestly, it's just I mean I know bull markets, you know these kind of conditions are are rare enough, but like, yeah no fuck it it's not worth it. So what happened there? I was trying to pull up Safe Moon the Safe Moon chart. Um, let's try again. So your man Connor, your buddy Connor, uh, that you were just talking about there, he was he actually released a video today about and I watched it. Um and in it he was effectively saying that um basically I'm trying to get this fucking chart to work. Come on. You wanna scroll in crash get... browser? Oh, there we go. Yeah, he was basically saying today that um, this is for, let me just check the 15-minute chart. 
Um, yeah, he was basically saying, look, you know, like we got into this thing back here somewhere. And this is the key to a lot of crypto, like to mad crypto gains. If you want to go 100x or 1,000x, I think you got to be able to get in somewhere like here-ish, like in this sort of in this window here, you know, like before yeah. it starts going crazy. If you're only getting in here, like it's – you've kind of missed the boat, you know? Yeah. And the problem is you never really know that when you're looking at the chart unless – You don't. You you know some TA where you can – you know, you see the guys with the charts going, well, this is the first impulse, second impulse, you know, third, fourth, whatever. Um, but, like, look at this. Oof. Was that today? Yeah. Was that today's – or was it just one after no, that? that was today. This is this is my time zone, UTC plus three. So this was at midday today, your your time zone. It hit Has there been another drop as well? Just as another one after it's that? All the way back up again and then it crashed all the way back down again. So this is the new the new bottom seems to be thirty-one whatever the fuck that is. One but that just recently oh, I don't know. That just happened in the last hour while we're did it? This this drop? Yeah, this is a this is a fifteen minute chart. So yeah, look, I'll put it on the early. But like, there could be some wins in there if it's if it's bouncing around in that kind of a range. Like that looks like a fairly serious range. Yeah, look. So let's come down from. Let's zoom this thing in. Again, some tools involved here. So. Um, yeah, like if you're looking, sort of, my charting is shit. But yeah, like, that seems to be sort of the trend. And then, I don't even know, like down here somewhere is your, is your, um, is your bottom somewhere around. What is that? Oh, I don't know. I can't. There's too many zeros. But uh, yeah, like that seems like a fairly decent range, except that it's closing. So if I knew stuff about TA, I'd be able to tell you, oh, it's going to do something awesome next. It'll probably bounce back. Mm. But is this? I don't. I wonder. Is this just trending down into into non-existence? I don't know. Well, I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I do know. There's not very many hype coins that get into the Sun newspaper. That alone. No. Is, no. is that's probably what blew this up. Yeah. Or was it? I mean, it's been gone before that, I think. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So two days ago, we look at this. Today it's the 21st, so that'll be the 19th. Yeah, look. I mean, correlation doesn't equal causation, but still, 19th. How many X do they do? Off and they get featured in the sun and then it goes parabolic. I mean, and look, according to this, according to CoinMarketCap, it's back down. It's weird they don't show you the, the market cap on this and um, this pop-up window thing. Anyway, so um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Safe Moon, I don't know. Could be dead. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, there's only so far a coin like that can go. There's no utility. It's not really, no one knows quite what it does. It just, it's going gonna, it's gonna to splutter and die at some stage, or it's going to just maybe not quite die like Doge. Um, Doge never really died after it looked like it was going to die after its uh, pump back in January, February. So what I thought would happen, I thought it would just pump and then just fade, um, just burn out. But that never really happened. So maybe the same thing happens with that. It just, uh, you know, it turns out to be another XRP coin that no one really, really knows what it does. But people are, there's a community that's been built up. Um, there's investors and there always will be certain amount of interest. So perhaps that's what happens but in the end. We don't know. But um, I don't think we'll, the, the, the highs that are currently out there don't going to last forever. And at some stage, it's going to just, you know, It'll it'll come to uh, it'll ease off anyway considerably, you know. Once the, the 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 hype that seems to be kind of surrounding it seems to be tailing off now, so it's probably what's going to happen. Um, I'd say a, a decent market cap for that should be maybe two or three hundred million. So I don't know what's that now, but yeah, there's going to be moon. yeah, maybe uh, two, three, four, five hundred million. Maybe dips down to about that, but. Well, it doesn't have market cap data on coin market cap, which is a bit strange. It usually never is. Yeah. Well, they're better than CoinGecko for the BSC projects because coin market cap is owned by Binance now. So, um, mm. and it's gotten a lot better, in fairness. Um, but yeah, I think you have to look at PooCoin. So, what does PooCoin say? PooCoin says the market. I don't think the I don't think in PooCoin it's accurate either because they they often take the fully diluted, which is not what you necessarily need, um, or there's some sort of other. The tokenomics are never not really correct, um, so it can be fine. It, it can be really hard to, to often find the, the the right market cap for the place I used to go would be um, in Telegram. There's there's kind of a price tracker for most coins they have them, and depending on the price tracker, sometimes they have the the actual bang on today up today's uh, market cap. So that's usually where you go. But it can be difficult. You kind of have to rely on Telegram that someone kind of just spits it out somewhere to get a really bang on accurate figure for the current market cap. It can be, it can be challenging to find sometimes, um, but it's never usually on CoinGecko. I never see it there. It's usually just a question mark. It's like, why? I don't know. I mean, it's it's an easy thing to just, I mean, I don't understand why they can't do it, or, um, whether it's the coin people who, um, you know whose coin it is or coin gecko i have no idea but it should be done just one of the weird things i guess yeah they should have it sorted out mm. i'll show you this real quick this guy byzantine general is like one of my favorite people on twitter on crypto twitter he's he's awesome um he's like saying safe moon was not so safe i guess real talk for a moment uh late 2017 2018 it was the same shit seemingly everybody was getting filthy rich but how many of them were actually able to hold on to their wealth on paper nearly none um this is the safe moon chart taking the taking the black swan dive or whatever the fuck you want to call it and don't let the mania get to you there's nothing that only goes up forget the diamond hands meme it's for poor people especially when we're talking about fagazi like safe moon poo coin ass oh ass i did today yeah it's, it's australian was it what is it something australian something shepherds 
something weird. Oh weird. yeah, Australian Shepherd. Something yeah, I saw something about that yeah. Yeah, Jesus. But I just think this is important for our viewers if they're getting started. Um, you know, protect your capital. That's step one. For most people, it already goes wrong at the first step. If you want to gamble on these shit coins, that's fine. But one, understand that it's gambling, and two, mentally prepare to lose everything. Read, only play with money you can afford to lose. Um, I think that's I think that's a key part of of the way that I approach this. Anyway, is that like. That's and it's not because I think only afford to blah, blah blah and all that. It's more because I know myself and I know that if it's more than I can afford to lose, I'm gonna it's gonna stress me out too much and it's just not worth the gains at that point. Um, yep. That's just me personally. I don't have to and I'm I would have a fairly high risk tolerance, but I also like sleep. Um so yeah, and he's just saying the fastest way to go broke is to is by trying to get rich quick. Stay calm, be patient, be happy, good luck. Um so yeah, um, there's some very funny. Just take profits is is the easiest way of um, approaching this. Yeah, yeah. Take like, I actually think that that's. I, I think my 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 safe BTC example of just the other day, and it's not the only example I have, but it's it's a great one because it was so extreme for me at least um, in terms of the multiples. You know, like taking a lot out and leaving a bunch in there that I had kind of written off as maybe it'll do something in the future, maybe it won't. You know, mm -hmm. when that hit 1250 again, um, which was, you know, which was another 12 and a half X, I was just like, okay, forget on that. <laughs> you know, like I can't, at this point, it's silly. Um, you know, like it's more yeah. than paid for itself. I probably should have left a bit in. If I had, it would still be worth more than, than what I took out. But yeah. I think actually that's a better way to do it. The only real question for me at the moment is, in terms of my own strategy, is what next? Like, what do I do? How do we, in the crypto space, keep capital safe? Like, if you can't put say, capital into stable coins and put them on a farm, yield farming thing, I don't know, like urine or something, then, or auto farm, well, then what's the point? Um, Mm -hmm. you know then you have to sort of put it then basically you have to say okay look you know what fuck it i'm putting it into bitcoin and that's that's my that's my savings account bitcoin is my savings account i'm just going to trust it in the future it's eventually going to go back up above what it is and mm -hmm. i do believe that it will actually um substantially so maybe that is the best place to keep to keep capital safest place yeah it's the the, the least stressful option anyway i think um if you just want to bunk it into somewhere and just kind of leave it and let it go, it's, it's definitely the best way to do it. Because even if it dips, well, you, you can, can be pretty it sure completely it's going to be safe as well. You know, yeah. you can put it on a key and just just leave it there. Yeah, put it in a safe deposit box in a bank or do whatever the hell you want. Um, mm. but yeah, you can be sure that even if it dips, it's probably going to go back up at some stage. So I think it's it's an off, often repeated kind of true as a meme or whatever you want to call it but it's like everyone who's ever invested in bitcoin bar people who probably got it last week um are you know that they, they haven't lost money or they're up to some degree mm. so everyone in the history of, of what the 11 years 12 years i mean how long it's been now everyone is up everyone there's no there's no yeah, one has been burnt you're still holding yeah well with the that you still have have it <laughs> of course so everyone that's still held it is like a muppet then yeah 
you're not up. So every, every, everyone is, 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 is up. And um, that's really how you kind of need to look at it is that, that that's mm-hmm. eventually will go back up. So if it'll always come back to BTC, if you just need somewhere that will allow you to be in the, in, in the cryptocurrency space, with the least amount of stress, that's always your friends. It's always the best place to go. Here ended the lesson. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And actually I think that's what I am going to do. I'm just going to lash it into uh, USD usdc coins store them somewhere safely you know you can put those on a ledger yeah for example investigate um, crv urine all these different things no, like, okay no? um i don't think so I, like actually pancake swap have their farms where you can earn cake and syrup and all sorts of shit you can like seemingly double or triple stake is or farm it i don't know what the hell right right okay need to look into it a bit more but that is possible and actually the rewards seem like they're amazing but like honestly okay. i don't think that's any less risk i don't think that's any less risky than actually just buying a currency that you think is good and or even or even better buying a currency that is just something that you're going to make a quick profit on if if that's something that you've thought through and it fits with your strategy but mm-hmm. my point is everything has risk and yeah, yeah i think just thinking about it on this on this podcast, I reckon probably the best thing to do is just to, you know, if 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 Bitcoin is up near its all time high, um, you know, just look at someone who's really strong with um, technical analysis, or better, multiple people who are really strong with technical analysis. There's a bunch of them on Twitter. Um, see what they're doing. See if there's any common denominators, and see when see what the range it's trading in is and obviously like i am a massive proponent of continually self-educating i've i've taught myself like every single day that i've been alive since i left school after the leaving search well probably after college i suppose um i've taught myself something like i'm always trying to learn and improve myself and you know i'm not afraid to say that i'm a moron about a particular thing but that doesn't mean i always will be like i always try to continuously continuously learn and improve so yeah and um, that's why i pay i'm not afraid to pay for education i'm not a pay, afraid yeah. to pay for people that will help me accelerate my learning um yeah so yeah like definitely try and do that definitely try and understand what bitcoin is doing because it's the, the daddy it, it it will you know it will elevate or f- totally screw the rest of the market um and yeah, like I think moving everything into USDC and waiting for a good entry to Bitcoin is is a solid is probably a solid play for for where do I leave my portfolio when yeah. I finished flipping these shit coins, etc. Absolutely, I think so. Yeah, it's, it's, it's right, man. How do you feel? Are you, are we done? I think so. Yeah, it's that's talk the shit out of crypto for another week. Yeah, it's two hours. Let's wrap it up for cool. tonight, man. All right. All right, brother. Any final words? No, I'm um, I'm talked out for tonight. <laughs> I've said everything I need to say. I've said my piece of shit coins. Yeah, let's let's have a look this week for some awesome hype coin opportunities. I, yeah. I am also going to just a, just a final note on on the week ahead. Um, I still have a little bit of cash in Killy and a little bit of cash in that Blimps Rock thing. So we'll see what happens with those. Uh, Josh Rager was was talking about cake, and 
I think his point basically was that, you know, the whole argument of in a gold rush, the most profitable business is selling shovels. And so on the exchanges in, in crypto space, cake. this thing is BSC is on fire. BNB is doing great. So yeah. that stands to reason that cake would be also on an upward trajectory. Um, so I think I'm going to look into cake a little bit and see if I can understand better the tokenomics there, because I think they can basically print as much cake as they want, or, or maybe there's a limit, but there's some weird burning printing, printing mm. deal happening. So I'm, going to look I'm not into sure. That. I'm not sure how it works, but yeah, that'll be worth looking into. All right, definitely. Yeah, do a bit of research there. Um, all right, well, in that case, thanks for listening, everybody. Remember, nothing that you heard in this show was financial advice by any means. Uh, hope you have a great week in the crypto markets. I'll see you next week. Adios.